Alrighty, all right, all right, let's get this on the road. Yeah, yeah, I got my notes all set to go. Yep, me too. <laughs> Okay, this is the show that sounds funny. Uh, this is the week of June 8th, 2021, episode number 32. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister, telling it the way we see it. And today you have uh, your host, Keith, and joined with me, Terry is here. And Jill yeah. is here. I am here. <laughs> yeah, we, we just we should, so tired today. Uh, we should start <laughs> off by thanking all the new people who's been listening. Yeah, good point. Uh, I know last yeah, week you mentioned Terry told that you, us there's quite a few new ones that you'd uh, had us uh, put out there on the uh, was it the Braille forum? Braille Braille Messenger Messenger. And so, yeah, we we definitely did get some extra downloads. Uh, so thanks to new listeners and welcome. And hopefully you uh, will find this show funny. <laughs> if hopefully you'll also feel like some of the stories that we can read. Yeah. We can read well, them on here and everybody will hear your funny stories too. <laughs> we, we like to have uh, listener input to give us your funny story. And uh, if you have a question about blindness, we take that too we'll get to that you, later as our anchor you got topic. a funny email story too this week don't we i actually have two of them this week whoa cool oh, so wow. we'll we can get to those <laughs> later uh, we like to open up with right. what's been happening lately what's you know reading watching doing or funny life story or does anyone have a question i don't know I got a funny life story. It happened Saturday. It always happens on the weekends at my house. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, were sitting out, sitting outside, having a family get together. We'd like to do that on Saturdays. And my mother-in-law was here and my daughter and her boyfriend and two of their kids. And it was kind of warm. So we have an easy up, it's called. An easy up is kind of like the roof of a tent without the sides oh, for people mm-hmm. that don't know um just like a big canopy or whatever you might call it you know everybody might call it something different right we anyway the, there was a breeze every little bit but then the breeze would slow down and stop and so my daughter had this idea i call it redneckology to go get a square <laughs> box fan and zip tie it up under that easy up so it'd be like a ceiling fan yeah now, i've never right. heard of anybody doing that i didn't think a fan would work laying on its side so they oh, tried oh, it yeah. and of course you had to get an extension cord yeah so my husband and my daughter's boyfriend uh zip tied it to the crossbars and then we had a nice square ceiling fan <laughs> yeah but to me Powerful it was a little bit ceiling. redneck yeah <laughs> i figured what goes up at least they didn't use duct tape <laughs> <laughs> but duct as far as i know it's actually still attached today out there hmm. I, I don't think we've had a whole lot of rain and so my husband said he's just gonna leave it 
because it makes nice shade the, the tent. Yeah, we're just and as long good. as the rain don't hit hard, the fan is protected. Yeah, they they they'll do fine as long as you don't have them flat on the floor up, all the way up against the ceiling or. <laughs> yeah, up against the ceiling. Oh, no, sucking down. in the canvas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's turned off the fan unless we're out there, and we haven't been out there today. He was working, and he's in the garage messing around now, so I came back in our uh, quiet room yeah. to record this with you guys, <laughs> but that's my crazy story. Well, at least you know, we're smart enough to like make it stationary, not just zip tie it up there by the handle and have it spinning around like <laughs> a <laughs> fan. <laughs> that would have been funny. And the, the easy up is got strings like cords on each corner. So he, because it doesn't have stakes that you hit into the ground because our back deck, of course, is wood. And so he has it tied to the rails. So if it gets windy, it shouldn't go anywhere unless his, it gets real windy and then it might rip the strings off. Hmm. But hopefully it stays nice for a while. Yeah. Hopefully it does. But that was my funny odd story this week. <laughs> I know it's that time of year to be nice and hot, so having a shady place to cool off is pretty neat. You got anything yeah. for us, Terry? Or yeah, I've just been watching movies. Yeah, I don't do it. Oh, awful. come on, Terry! Tell us what happened podcast. to you last week. What happened? I don't remember. No, no, no! Tell us what happened last week. Come no, on, come on! It, you don't remember? Okay. It, it, it'll it'll come he out. He was later. not cleaning the sketch basket out of his pool. It'll come out later. You don't want to tell that story? Yeah, but no. it'll, it'll come out It later. might come out later. <laughs> you're spoiling one of our emails is what you're doing. Oh! <laughs> I, uh, come on. Well, <laughs> I uh, so, got so, my swimming pool so ready. The going like, what are you guys talking about? Well, I, got but, my, I was in my pool. <laughs> no, I didn't make it to my pool today. Every time, well, the other day I tried to get out to my pool to get it ready. You know, and I, and then my granddaughter showed up, and I go, "Well, I don't want to go out there now." And they stayed in here making flowers for the wedding. And so then yeah, today I was going to go out there, but it started raining. Well, yesterday I got in my pool, and I got the stairs in position. I just haven't put my buckets of rocks in the pool yet, but it's ready. And you know, it's like water feels great. Everything is, you know, I just need somebody. Anchor my steps down for me, and it'll go. But other than that, it's uh, my pool's come along. But I was watching some movies. I watched this, trying to remember now because some of them were kind of dumb. I can't remember because it was so <laughs> stupid. But just watching dumb movies, huh? Yeah, some called Smart House, where it's like the Smart House where. That movie was dumb. It's like the opposite of Animal House, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, is that well, where the house well does everything or something? Yeah, so like a Siri, Siri burning the house type thing. Amazon Echo, Smart House. Huh. It's a movie Nomad, which I thought was really weird. And, mm-hmm. and um, I can't remember the other ones I watched. They weren't worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I haven't been. How about you, Keith? You got any stories? (laughs) I've been reading and watching too much of anything. I I guess uh, the book I've been reading. Um, I can't. Oh, I I know what that was. Uh, It it was a book on how to play the mandolin because, you know, 
Chris got himself Hello. a mandolin not too long, well, a while back. And so I thought I would download a, a mandolin instruction book for him from Bard because he's borrowing oh. my, my Victor Reader for a little while. Yeah. And, and I, it was interesting. I mean, you can kind of, I don't have a mandolin, but kind of you know, mentally follow along and think, okay, this makes kind of sense. But the more it went on, it's like, I'm it's like that four strings, right? A mandolin? They, they have four pairs of strings. So they actually have eight. Oh. It's wow. like, a, like a double string for each. Like string. a ukulele. <laughs> yeah, now the ukulele only has four, four strings. So it's like it's like a ukulele that oh. has, has doubled strings. Huh. Um, but uh, as it went on, he, the guy kind of lost me. But it was interesting in that you could listen to the guy play the mandolin song. It's like, oh, let's listen to the songs. <laughs> listen to the music <laughs> of the book. Well, I thought the mandolin, like Jill out. said, there's a lady who would play at our blind group Christmas party. She played, but hers had four strings. And oh. it was just like, I could play my guitar with her, but she couldn't play. She, by only having four strings, she, she could only play in a certain key. You know, key of G. Or I something. thought she had an auto harp type thing, a lay on her lap, something or other no, that she strummed no. that lady. Well, no. a, a, a mandolin is kind of closely related to a ukulele and also a, a violin. Uh, in fact, the four s- strings are, are the same notes as the violin or ukulele. So if you can play one, you can play the others, more or less. But the um, mandolin is bigger. Violin or ukulele, you can they, they do have a different uh, uh, shape on the body, and they, they have a style that has a, a round hole on them, and they have some that has a, like a little F shaped hole, like violins do. But they have they do have a bigger, rounder body to them, but they're just they're closely related to violins and ukulele. You know, when you said that, I was thinking you were going to start talking about you were watching The Mandalorian on the Disney Channel. <laughs> Speaking of Mandalorian. That's the Star Wars type. Uh, we did have a birthday <laughs> the baby around here. Uh, we had a birthday of a kid turning 15, and of all things, he wanted Baby Yoda birthday cake. Like, you, you're kidding me. You're 15. <laughs> you want a Baby Yoda birthday cake. Birthday. My five-year-old granddaughter has a baby Yoda stuffed animal from Hug Build-A-Bear. You got Hug-A-Bear, one of those, whatever too. The place is called. <laughs> Anna, yeah. I was going to say I didn't know what it looked like until I seen that. And I was like, oh, this is baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. So we did so, have Yeah, that. that's the first time. I mean, I heard it. I did watch The Mandalorian, but I didn't know exactly what it looked like. <laughs> I'm sure it looks just like regular Yoda, but oh, smaller. I, I someone told me it's like a regular, smaller and regular cuter, Yoda, only smaller. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, recent it's stuff. Cuter, it's got big eyes. Uh, with the what? Yeah, lots of stuff. Segment. Um, and what we need, need to do Skip now? The holidays. Is look at our June holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to you. Yeah, I can't pull them up here. 
June 8th, Tuesday, today's holiday, National Best Friends Day. Oh, I didn't call my best friend today. Yeah, it's also (laughs) it's also World Oceans Day. So take your best friend to the ocean. Yeah, toss him in. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, June uh, 9th, Wednesday. International Dark and Stormy Night Day. Oh no. That's, uh, that's a dark and stormy dun, dun, night. Dun. I think it's even supposed to rain. National Dial Duck Day. Quack. So hey, there we go. Okay. Quack quack. Uh, Donald Duck. I can't talk like him. Moving on to June 10th. Thursday, National Iced Tea Day. Well, just the one thing on that day, National Iced Tea Day. I had some of that today. Oh, good to have yeah, iced tea on a nice, nice hot day. Uh, June eleventh, Friday, King Kamehameha Day, National Corn on the Cob Day. National German Chocolate Bake Day. Wow. And uh, (laughs) let's see. What? Trooping the color, whatever that means. Cultural festivity. Still don't know what that means. But that's for all Friday. Some some cool stuff there. German cake. (laughs) Corn the cob. That other stuff, I don't know. Uh, Kamehameha, that's Hawaii. King Kamehameha. Oh, okay. Um, he must have liked corn on the cob and German chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. No? Uh, June 12th, Saturday is National Loving Day. Uh-oh. National Peanut Butter <laughs> Cookie Day. National Rose <laughs> Day. Philippine Independence Day. So hey, uh, yep. show some That's love. That's one day. Peanut butter, yeah, all on the same day mm. on Saturday. Hmm. Peanut butter cookies, roses, love day. <laughs> uh, let's see. Moving Saturday's on. Saturday's a busy third. birthday day, also. Who? Who? Adriana. Oh, I mean, one of my granddaughter's birthdays. Don't want to yeah, get in trouble. You can blame it out if you want. I don't care. Stalkers out there. You never can tell. Her name rhymes with Smadriana. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, moving on here to June 13th, Sunday, National Sewing Machine Day. Uh, wow, that's oh. it for that day. Monday, uh, June 14th, Army Birthday, Flag Day, National Birthday. Bourbon Day. World Blood Donor Day. So, wow. Th- did you know that was National Army Day, Terry? I knew it was coming up. <laughs> yeah, that was the Army Army birthday. So, you have Army birthday, huh. bourbon days, and get drunk with the Army. <laughs> and and like, then they can draw some blood. Well, yeah, <laughs> give, give some blood. Yeah. Three days after that is whenever I went into the Army 39 years ago. Oh, wow. June 17th. 
There we go. But there's our holidays for the whole week. So no matter when you download the show, you'll know what day to celebrate. So that's what we have. On I'm still holidays. stuck on last Thursday on National Donut Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your cat day and donut day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's time to move on to our news headlines. Do I have any funny news things happening? Oh, yes, we do. I guess Can I go first? Can I go first? I got some German go stuff. But go ahead. Go ahead. I got something about in Rhode first. Island. Oh, yeah. In Rhode Island, let me I see. Was, I think I had that on my list too, but you can tell it. Go ahead. <laughs> about a pizza robot pizza server? No, nope, that, that might be a different one. <laughs> uh, okay, well, this one. Uh, whenever people order stuff, they're the waitress there, waiters, waitresses, whatever they call them, runners. So they're the ones that take the order, I guess, and bring anything extra that the people at the tables, the customers need. But they have a robot that delivers the hot or the heavier hmm. uh, dishes. And right. so they, the robot has the layout map in it of the restaurant. And they just have to program in the table it needs to go to. And I'm assuming as long as nobody's in the way... <laughs> It can get to that table just fine. I'm wondering, though, if somebody's standing there, if this robot's going to run them over. Wow. <laughs> or somebody's got a guide dog but, uh, sticking out. Get, yeah, get a hot pizza up your butt. Wow. And this is in Cumberland, Rhode Island. So if you're ever in Cumberland, Rhode Island, you should visit this pizza place. And you can check out the robot. Yeah, I guess it'd be like a cart or yeah. something that would kind of roll itself out there for you. Huh? Is the name R2D2? Like yeah. The R2D2. Something like that. Palace Pizza in Cumberland, Rhode Island. Anybody out of that way? Check out this pizza robot. Well, yeah, I had That's one of my quick stories. I had the Rhode Island story too, but it's not about that. Did you have something for us, Terry? Or I can go. Um, I got a snake story. Out in, uh, let's see, Australia. For some reason, Australian Airlines, due to the coronavirus, has been docking a lot of its airplanes in the Mojave Desert in California, where they have uh, encountered snakes on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have uh, repurposed broom handles to be attached to um, the airplane's tails so that the mechanics and those personnel can take the broom handle and beat the tires to make the rattlesnakes and scorpions run away. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's oh like in the tires of the plane or something? Yeah. The snakes are attracted to the 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 rubber and the warmth they you know the absorb the sunlight you know yeah so <laughs> mommy that's what they're saying <laughs> look at this they big fat black hot rock it's so soft and warm so they come up with them sticks and beat them off <laughs> Oops, right. the tires that nice warm rubbery tire they think it's their mommy <laughs> uh, are you my mother 
<laughs> so, they've had an issue with that with the planes not, you know, just being grounded for a while. So, that's what, I, I guess it's better to. You have said there was there Australian there. Airlines has a. Yeah. Australian. Australian Airlines has them in yeah. California? Right. It's like they have other they would, like they like that deserts aren't big enough over there in Australia. <laughs> well, they have, yeah, they have deserts. Over there. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my first story here is uh, Germany, a large cocaine haul is found in garbage bins. Apparently, uh, wow. in Berlin, staff at a logistics company has found a, a stash of cocaine worth about a million euros or about $1.2 million in the trash. Uh, not realizing that the packages found in the, the banana, I guess, packing crates, uh, the, the officials found them in the, in the garbage. Uh, the fruit logistics company near Munich uh, called to report that workers re- had found uh, almost 10 pounds of cocaine on their premises. Uh, they determined that the drugs had been dump, dumped there earlier by subcontractors who didn't give any thought to the foreign objects that they found wrapped in tape inside the banana crates before throwing them away. So, hmm. uh, oh, and the crates have been shipped uh, from Ecuador to the Netherlands and no further packets of the high-grade cocaine has been found. Somebody's really upset that they didn't get their bananas. (laughs) I know. Oh, yeah, bananas, that's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Heck with that cocaine, I'm wanting them bananas. Somebody else can have the drugs. I know there are some kids around this house who would uh, be worried about the bananas and they can thrive on some bananas. Mm. watermelons or bananas yeah I like bananas also I got a couple in there in my kitchen that are getting a little bit soft I'm going to have to turn them into banana bread yeah or or banana pudding that's my plan for tomorrow well we had banana pudding actually last time I had some that got soft (laughs) just segue into my next story what is that yeah go ahead there's in, in Massachusetts, there's a man who wasn't high on cocaine or anything. Um, he wasn't drunk, um, but yet at five o'clock in the morning, the Newton police were called to the golf course because, um, as we talked about in our last episode about the GPS, the man was following his wife's GPS. And took a wrong turn and ended up getting stuck on the sixth hole of the golf course in his SUV. His GPS said, turn here. Big clue here. People that drive, you don't turn when there's no road. Turn here. So if you trust your wife's GPS, that's mistake number one. Not that that matters. They're all the same. The wife or the GPS. Get ready to turn right. Get ready to turn right. Turn right here. It's like, there's no road. 
There's no road. It told me to turn, so I did. No, you don't turn if there's no road. You well, he, he was out on the town. He was he, he was the designated driver. He went to the bar to pick up his drunk buddies at 2 o'clock in the morning, took them home, and then ended up following his GPS, got lost, and ended up stuck on the golf course. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, Goodness. That's just... Wow. So that's but, crazy. You have any more, Jill? So I have another story. I yeah, I got a couple more, but I'm wondering if my next one might be the one you said about Rhode Island about a donkey that was wandering the streets. Yeah, that's what I was in Rhode Island. Do. Go ahead. As I, said, I had I figured I'd do that since they're both in Rhode Island, but I thought maybe this donkey was out looking for that pizza robot. <laughs> but uh it wasn't in the same area of rhode island this was actually in an area where a cow. there was a cow that was <laughs> yeah the, the steer and that some escaped turkeys, the i think caused a lot of road problems yeah. yeah that was the same area that all that happened in oh. and uh i had the name of the town there they don't have a whole it's, lot i think it's johnston the donkey, just a, it had been seen twice Johnston, I think that's right. Yeah. But yeah, that's what was, was one of my other stories, and I have actually one more this time. But yeah, and the the mayor is like, oh no, not and, again. And expand on that story. <laughs> yeah, if you have more knowledge about that story, you can tell more. If you want, but the, that's well, about all I knew. This, they didn't not, have not an awful lot to it. I mean, the the donkey made an appearance on the streets, and by the time the cops got there, he was gone. No one reported any missing donkey. Uh, so they're just keeping an eye out in case he shows up again. Yeah. But I think he might be out looking for pizza. They should check that pizzeria. Yeah, they should. <laughs> well, they also mentioned, I think, the, the <laughs> one of the wrapping up lines in the article said that some years ago, there was like three wild turkeys that were loose in the town. So this town must be a yeah. gathering place for like, you know, Food animals, turkeys, and Crazy animals, <laughs> stairs. Or you know that story about the the musicians of Brahma, and he had uh, the donkey and the rooster and the dog. Why well, now I have a donkey and turkeys and a cow. Yeah, <laughs> they're on the road trying to sing for yeah. their living. <laughs> I've got a rack right here in a watermelon story. <laughs> Still covered. <laughs> so tell us all about that. There's an army soldier in Fort Carson, Colorado, who had just happened to have his phone ready and captured video footage. They were training. And they didn't realize that they had a hitchhiking raccoon in their M2 Bradley fighting vehicle, <laughs> which is like a armored personnel carrier. Yeah. So all of a sudden it pulled over and the back door dropped open and they all ran out screaming. <laughs> Those are brave soldiers. <laughs> and the raccoon came stumbling yeah. <laughs> out, chasing them out of the, out of the, I'm right. taking over here. Yeah. Oh, that story would have been so much better if it was a skunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Of Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, raccoons can be vicious, so <laughs> I, I think I would run out screaming, too. <laughs> yeah. 
Give me your fish. <laughs> I want your fish. I don't know what they would want. <laughs> they're yeah. snoozing away or something. Crank it up, start rumbling. <laughs> yeah, those things, they button up pretty tight, so it's amazing how it got in there to begin with. And yeah, does nobody knew how it got in there. They know how it got out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. But, I wonder if I was trying to find any child. Like scary raccoon chasing all them army guys. Probably. Yeah, well. Um, yeah, I got one more story. Are you done? My, my next story. I got a story about a chicken nugget. Well, this, oh, this, you want to go? Yeah, this one kind of relates to the army. It's about a uh, mine sniffing okay. rat. It, it retires from hard work Ooh. in Cambodia. And. Uh, oh. and uh, Nam Penh, Cambodia, after five years of sniffing out mines and unexploded ordnance in Cambodia, this rat is retiring. Uh, the African <laughs> giant pouched rat has had a successful run in sniffing out the mines there in Cambodia. I, I wonder what successful means. Is he, he hasn't been blown up yet? <laughs> or he just found a lot of them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably both. <laughs> they probably chose probably rats. Probably both, yeah. They probably chose rats because if they blow up, who cares? There goes a the rat. Uh, There's more. We'll just try no, They're actually one. <laughs> uh, specially trained uh, and bred for this. Uh, they're, like I said, African patched rats uh, because they, they're they uh, good at sniffing out stuff, but they're not really heavy, so even if they do step on a mine, they won't trip the mine. Uh, and this particular oh, rat did so good, he got like the top uh, civilian medal of the country that they, they usually only reserve for like heroic deeds of like dogs or something like that. So he's a heroic, wow. heroic rat there in Cambodia. Wow. So, although still in good health, he has huh. reached retirement age and has clearly started to slow down. It is time to retire. Uh, Mugawin, right. I think it's what the rat's name is, uh, has cleared more than uh, 1.5 million square feet of land, the equivalent of around 20 soccer fields, sniffing out 71 mines and 30 some odd pieces of unexploded ordnance. So that that's he has some accomplishments there, this rat. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically uh, the story goes on, but he's going to retire uh, and he'll live in the same cage he always has and get the same food, have some playtime throughout uh, the day and just live out his years. <laughs> Well, I got in here that that rat can sniff out. It's a chicken <laughs> nugget shaped like an Among Us creature, which I don't know what Among Us is. Huh. If anybody knows, maybe they can let us know if you guys know. Uh, but this astronaut. chicken nugget started... Oh, it's an astronaut? Okay. Um, it's, uh, it was sold on eBay. It started off the bidding at 99 cents, but it went up to a little under $100,000. Somebody paid for the silly little chicken nugget. And it was sold at a McDonald's and a BTS 
meal, which hmm. once again, well, it said it, BTS is a K-pop band, but I don't know what BTS stands for. Um, yeah. And somebody, I guess, bought the meal and thought that this nugget looked like Among Us. And so they decided to sell it on eBay. I think they made a little bit of a profit there, but oh, I yeah, don't know how like much. <laughs> huh. I think it's like a minion. And they're supposed to get it within two weeks <laughs> because the mug, the nugget is good and it can be eaten for up to two weeks. They stay good that long. And whoever bought it is supposed to get it within two weeks. But I wonder uh, yeah. if they're going to speed it as they much as they paid it. for it, too. Right. Put some lacquer on bronzed or something. <laughs> Put some lacquer on it or something. Enjoy looking at their Amongus or whatever the heck yeah. that is. <laughs> right. It's like a shroud. Um, it's A-M-O-N-G, Among Us. And like I said, I'm a, I don't know. A manga? It Maybe is. it's like that Japanese cartoon stuff or something. Manga. <laughs> among Maybe. Us. It's Among Us. A-M-O-N-G, Among Us. Uh, right. Like they're Among Us. It's Among Us. Just whatever it's, it is, it's... Uh, Tiny gave a good description of it on Earth Oddity. Yeah. Did that one on their latest episode too. Oh, yeah, I haven't listened, well, I haven't to, that listened to that yet. It's like a spaceman. So he gave a good description. Man. What did he say? Oh, a spaceman. Well, I'm telling you, it looks like a spaceman, like a minion, a little tiny little thing. You know, but uh, I can't remember the show. It's a, it's a, you know, it is it's like a kid show. Though. I didn't like it's a, it's the face of Jesus in it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I have a story about... But that's my last story, so you guys go ahead. (laughs) I've got two. Yeah, i got a couple more. I've got two, so it's fine. But uh, I got one here. A art teacher from Georgia was visiting Tennessee, and guess what happened? Oh, they played music. Nashville, (laughs) Tennessee. (laughs) See, see. She woke up to her car alarm going off. See, there's the music. (laughs) She heard the car horn going off, and she looked out. Her dog was going crazy, and her car was rocking and shaking back and forth because Uh, there was a big black bear away in the car. (laughs) She called the police. The police came, and they sat there watching. The bear had ripped the stereo out of it and the airbag. Uh And she had, uh, he ripped up her seat, ripped it all the heck. They, they popped the door open and, and, and stood back and let it take off. She said, I had a protein bar in here. He didn't even touch it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. I don't want that healthy food. <laughs> even, yeah, even a bear is too proud to take that stuff. Huh? Oh my God. But she had, she had parked on a, <laughs> on an incline of, of some sort of incliner. She parked and then Bear had, I think she had left, left her, actually left her door open and the bear got in the car and the door shut on the bear and he couldn't get out. Oh, uh, hmm. I don't know. I guess it'd have to be maybe parked uphill a little bit or something. And because then uh-huh. the door shut that way, I guess I don't know. But. Well, I know while I was in Panama, uh-huh. we used to do, you know, gate yarding and stuff and. There was a particular car we found one time. It was rocking, but it didn't have a bear in it. <laughs> it had a couple of Uh-oh. people in it who were uh, doing things to make the car rock. I bet it had a couple bare bottoms in it. <laughs> wow. Mm. 
Well, I got a so This is a family friendly story, so I really can't tell that story. <laughs> yeah, just there was a couple bare bottoms. That's all people just need to use know. your imagination. <laughs> um, yes. So I have one on that topic, sort of. Uh, no shirts, pants, or underwear allowed on the bike ride. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, now, I thought this would be in St. Louis, because St. Louis also has a naked bike ride, if I'm not mistaken. But this is Philadelphia. Right. Pennsylvania. Philadelphia bike riders won't need their pants, skirts, or even underwear. Just a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Still got to wear your mask. The organizers say that this year's event will take place on August 28th, so there's time to sign up for people out there want to do this. Yeah, hey, I might try it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, it, it will require you have a shoes mask and socks. Well, the base, to be hot. based on the city's uh, guideline restrictions. Uh, masks will be required. Just, you know, no clothes. No, no other clothes. <laughs> they listed, lifted, masks over my next parts. They, they <laughs> listed most of the rules, but they haven't got official word yet whether the mask mandate will be lifted. So I thought you said a bath is required. Uh, yeah, a bath might be helpful too. <laughs> uh, now wait, wait a minute. Are you supposed to wear your mask on your face or on your on your bicycle seat? No, ride participants <laughs> usually in the thousands will arrive at a particular park and begin to strip off their clothes and uh, put on <laughs> body paint. Some of them, I guess, and you just ride your bike around. And it's supposed to promote a positive body image and uh, safety of cyclists wow. and the protest against fossil fuels is the purpose of the naked bike ride. <laughs> I don't think that would be a very safe thing for cyclists to do. You know how many cars are going to be staring and losing train of thought and trying to drive? What, a naked person? Naked people on the bike. every day. Look at that guy. He's pedaling standing up. Ah, sit down. Don't pedal standing up. No. Yeah, usually in, in a, one of those, uh, like when you're running marathon or something, they give you a number to wear on your back. I think I'd be wearing it on my front. <laughs> Oh, like a little apron. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> We're blind, so we wouldn't know if that sweat coming off of them or what. <laughs> they pass by you. Like, right. Something. And back when I could see, I have seen pictures of some of those naked bike rides. And I don't know. It's one thing you have to got a good body, you know, and you're toned and well proportioned and stuff. But just imagine your big, fat, hairy uncle out there riding around. Looks like there ain't no seat on that bike. There, you know? like, it's Chewbacca on a bike. That's not a pretty sight there. You know? That's not a good body. Yeah, that anymore. bicycle seat seemed like it'd be a little uncomfortable with. Uh, no short time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> like the big gorilla on the banana bicycle seat. I've got one. This I've been hearing all day, all weekend. Got to share it on here. Excuse me. In Las Vegas, Courtney Olson 
decided she was going to break the world record for smashing watermelons between her thighs. <laughs> now, I thought they were going to say, like, with a hammer like Gallagher, you know, just smash. Oh, yeah. She smashed three watermelons between her thighs in 12 seconds. Wow. Squish, squish, squish. You know, like that. And it's like, yeah, I wouldn't want my head to be in that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk about thunder thighs. Wow. That's a big wet spot. All right. Big wet spot. And she, uh, she beat. This is what's the, this is the other, you know, I kept reading the story because I was like, I knew there's a little bit more. And she beat the record was held by, well, hold on. She did it for a, for the opening of a girl's athletic sportswear store at the mall. And she had did it as a, the current record holder in 14 seconds. An Ukrainian bodybuilder, her name, <laughs> Ogula Ash. Chucks. <laughs> okay. Ogla ass <laughs> Chucks was the lady's name who was ass <laughs> Chucks. Now that sounds like something I said. I, I got let me get this name right. right? Do it first without laughing. It was a guy, but I didn't know if his name was UP Freon or something. But he <laughs> I ran and so uh, hmm. but anyway. That watermelon story was all. So, if you're ever at a get together and you forget your knife to cut the watermelon with, just have this woman come and she can yeah, break it open with her legs. Squish it open, just eat it right out there, right between her legs. There you uh, go. Yeah. Well, my, my final story <laughs> I start out with, you know, Germans finding cocaine. Well, now we have German military to ship beer from Afghanistan. Uh, apparently, the German military has found a solution to an unusual problem that the troops in Afghanistan have, a glut of beer. Uh, the defense ministry spokeswoman says that the decision from the German commander in Afghanistan, and it only had German troops in Afghanistan, uh, had banned the consumption of alcohol for security reasons. But it, it had resulted in a stockpiling of beer and wine and other spirits because uh, German soldiers are entitled to two cans of beer or its equivalent per day. So they're entitled to have this and they had it banned so now it's stockpiled. And now it's a problem because uh, the of course they can't just leave it there because the Afghans, you know, for religious re reasons, don't drink beer or alcohol, and they just can't leave it there because it becomes an environmental problem. So now the army has a solution. They found a contractor who will uh, okay. withdraw ahead of the German withdrawal with the NATO troops and so forth, and. The uh, 6,000 gallons of alcohol will be uh, 
shipped by the contractor uh, for the cost of what it would. I mean, they'll they'll they'll, they'll sell it to people and it'll cover the cost of the shipping basically. So they're going to pull it out, sell it to sell it to distributing and then they'll pay for their shipping. But the soldiers still don't get it. Yeah. That's silly cuz I thought in Germany or in Europe anywhere people could drink a lot younger than they can here in America. Yeah, so but in, people in, are probably in used Afghanistan to though, they don't they don't drink cuz they're Muslims and they, they have this big no yeah but if there's germans in afghanistan they should have been able to have them beers they should just they should have, just have a big party before they go we're leaving <laughs> yeah there you go one big party to send them off uh, they should have a big celebration well see that's how we got away with drinking beer when we were in the army in germany is because when you're in another country you have to go by your art you know we had to go by our government or military laws and then the country you're in right. if you're in lets you drink beer at lunchtime then we can drink beer at lunchtime so in afghanistan if they don't drink beer at lunchtime you might not be able to supposed to drink it at lunchtime but if you do and don't get caught hey who knows yeah you know so <laughs> we, can well, drink yeah, it, we kind of dealt that too whenever i was we in we can drink two beers at lunchtime in germany I just didn't know I wasn't supposed to take a 12-pack out in the field in my rucksack and drink it on guard duty. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Well, well, I told me we could. North Carolina, on base, the military, they'll just let you drink, you know, because you're 18, you could drink. But the problem is, North Carolina, their drinking laws is 21. So if you were off base, they would not let you drink. So a lot of guys would drink on base and then go out in town blazing drunk and get in all kinds of trouble. Then, of course, they'd be found drunk and have extra charges by the local police. Uh, so the, the base commander finally, just about time I was leaving, says, the drinking age on base is now 21, which nobody liked. But oh well. We had yeah. vending machines in our barracks that had beer in it, Coke and Pepsi and beer. Huh, yeah. Vending machines. We didn't have nothing like that. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helpsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Well, um, huh. if we got all of our stories done, this is the time where we have our uh, Jill's words. Jill's words. We're going to do Jill's words first. Jill's words. <laughs> okay. Another word out of you and out you go. Jill's my words, words, my words. What you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Word yep, up, I've sis. got my words. All right. 
first word is hit you with a word. Microsmatic. Micromatic. I-C-R-O, like micro, but S-M-A-T-I-C. Microsmatic. Microsmatic. Like psychosomatic. Microsomatic. Really tiny little somatics. <laughs> uh, little tiny problems. <laughs> a bunch of somatics. Microscopic somatics. Yeah, little little tiny problems that they have to deal with. <laughs> yeah, something like that. This means having a keen sense of smell. Oh no. Yeah. So if you have a microsmatic, you have a keen yeah. sense of smell. So take your microsmatic nose and go sniff the milk cart and tell them it's any good. Have a microsmatic yeah. stink. <laughs> smell. Well, I don't smell. I know people who do. Ah, okay. My next word <laughs> is kind of a strange word. It's bibble. B-I-B-B-L-E. It's like Bible, but it has three B's instead of just two. That's what Forrest Gump studies. Bibble. Forrest Gump's Bible. <laughs> Bibble. <laughs> well, Any ideas? It's a Bible with an extra B. Bibble. B-I-B-B-L-E. Oh, uh, with two B's. Bible with two B's. Huh? It's, it's like the past tense. Yes. Well, Bible has two. This has Bible and Bibble. <laughs> like the past tense version of Bible and Bibble. I don't know. Maybe a bubble. Uh, it's a, a popped bubble. <laughs> um, or, or, or a bib, like a baby's bib. It's, it's what the, when the baby dribbles on the bibble. Part three. <laughs> <laughs> the new New Testament. Part three of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It hasn't came out yet. Old Testament, New Testament, Bibble. <laughs> this word means to eat or drink noise, noisily. Uh, oh, that's my so dog. Like, Your dog bibbles. <laughs> you got... Now the world knows. The next word yeah. is gamp. G A M P. G A M P. Gamp. You're going to go gamping in the woods. I got a gampy leg. <laughs> a gimpy leg, gampy leg. <laughs> Past tense. I got one gimpy, one gampy. <laughs> I got a gamp in my leg. Oh, uh, walk. It's like a cramp. You're going to have to tell us that one. It's a know. cramp for grandpa's. There you yeah. go. Uh, this is really weird because we had another word that meant umbrella, but this was a big baggy umbrella. So this one is different than the one we had a few weeks ago. Uh, which you said was in the 101 Dalmatians, and I forget the word now. <laughs> the bumper shoot. But yep, that word means a big, yeah, big baggy umbrella. Wow. All righty. Will you say so? This next word, I think you guys will know, it is discombobulate. Yeah. You're so Do you discombobulated. Need a spell? Do you wow. know discombobulate? <laughs> You're so kind of messed up. Uh, messed up. Messed up. Say, I've that. heard this word lots of times, yeah. Discombobulated. Kind of out of joint. Oh, I actually did. I took, took the time to spell it, and I didn't think I did that. Come on, get to the end of spelling it. 
Yep, to confuse. So, ding, ding, ding. You guys got it right. Yeah. I'm too so confused. I'm so confused. I'm discombobulated. <laughs> Use that word a few times. This next word is quid note. Quiz knows. We quiz why you know. The quid in you. In. No, that's English. Oh, quidnun. Quidnunk. In you in C. This quid. Nunk. Quidnunk. Yeah, it's like uh, a male squid because it has, this <laughs> squid has nuts on it. <laughs> nuts on it. <laughs> Nodes, nuts. Quids. Quids. Well, a quid is like, you, like a chewing tobacco you have with your English mouth. money. Well, there we go. English money. I'm going to stick with English money. This is, this is a person who wants to know everything. A uh, quid nunk. Like kids who ask a lot of questions. Oh, just let you know if you want to know everything. What? Yeah. Pike Nick is the next word. P Y K. N I C. Picnic. <laughs> it kind of sounds like it'd be picnic, but they can pronounce it picnic. Picnic. It's a fancy picnic. Y K. Yeah, maybe. Let's. <laughs> I'm sure you, oh. <laughs> you have like you know French cuisine on your picnic instead of chicken. <laughs> maybe if I'm you still eat there. a lot of picnic, you may become this. <laughs> oh. What, Can you still what hear me? Terry? Oh, did I fade yeah. the darkness or something? I um, um, now I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. Snails. Oh. Pike Nick. You have anything for Pike Nick? It's an army of snails crossing the road. Uh, this means short and fat. Oh. Nope. It means short and fat. That ain't me. So I'm you eat a lot of picnic. You become Pike Nick. Especially if you're short. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's all my words for this week. So now it's time for Terry's top 10. Terry's <laughs> top 10. We're going to retire yeah. the presidential stuff for a later time, I know. So. Yeah. I got a different list. I had it right here. Then I hit buttons and said, ah, where am I? Yeah. I have a list. Well, stop of, hitting buttons. <laughs> of 10, 10 unmentionable facts about underwear. Uh oh. From the, oh. <laughs> um, what's it called? The, oh, I never clicked. The underwear the, Museum. Okay. I didn't click. <laughs> underwear Museum. <laughs> Let me open it up first. I got stuck here in the underwear. Um, you were stuck in ladies' underwear. Yeah. Okay. Get the ladies' underwear off your butt. <laughs> you. Ten. Okay. Here, here we go. My ten underwear facts. Ten is wedgie-proof underwear. Oh. Yo. It's a so it wouldn't be a thong, I'm guessing. No, but I have some of those coming up, though. But <laughs> I think a thong is a definition of wedgie underwear. 
uh, you know, we've all encountered wedgies, well, some of us, and there's been a few accidents. <laughs> Somebody's actually got killed. I don't know how they were able by to wedging, yeah, stretch that's their by wedging over their head that far, but and yeah. uh, in 2007, eight year old boys, twins. And somebody joked with them that they invent some um, wedgie-proof underwear. And so they took it upon themselves and fashioned it and patented it and marketed it. And they have Velcro in the crotch. Yeah. So if somebody goes to give you a wedgie, <laughs> rip, rip, and come apart. Huh. It's uh, tested huh. wear and tear. And then they become crotchless panties. <laughs> yeah. they were on the Ellen DeGeneres show and on day demonstrating them huh <laughs> Give her Ellen Freddy's on <laughs> they were called something I was trying to get the actual name of the product oh well I'll skip on to the next one oh. number nine was edible underwear Oh, yeah. biscuits and gravy, edible underwear. <laughs> no, it's not like that. I've had some before, but uh, the Spencer's at the mall. But anyway, they they are for people who don't know. They yeah, edible. They uh, they have a the main part of the underwear is a like a fruit roll up type stuff, and then it has like red licorice strings on the side to, to tie it. You know. And so you can usually put them on like once and then you can. You can't wash them and re rewear them, you're saying. Huh? Nah, usually you can put them on and it's easier to eat them <laughs> off. Don't try wearing them under an outfit. They <laughs> might melt. You start sweating. You're going to wear them on, your, on a workout to, at the gym. Yeah. My butt's all <laughs> sticky. One way or another, get all sticky. <laughs> Screw it. Anyway, number eight is Mormon underwear. Oh. That's uh, Mormon. Was yeah, developed by the special, huh? Mormon Church. It's uh, it's like it's all it's like a onesie, um, and male and female. There's no difference. There's no uh, holes in it except for where you put your arms and legs and head. Hmm. <laughs> How the heck can you go to the bathroom? You take the whole thing off. Apparently. Yeah, and that could cause other problems. I don't know why <laughs> that could cause other things to go on. It's like you'd think they'd put some Velcro down there too, you know. So, uh, like right? a, or some snaps, you know, to slide into the side or something like that. Huh? Yeah, you know, it's like maybe, yeah. Because I mean, that is really weird that they have that for what's it called the celibacy celibacy issues. To stay celibate, but I, I guess it makes you go into the bathroom on special occasion. That's like that's like the whole right? belt, like the whole chastity belt thing we had going on a few weeks ago. Um, number seven, Abercrombie and Fitch came out with these, and they were very controversial. Thongs for children, and oh. a, it, it, it's like a huggies only with no back. Well, <laughs> they were I'm you gotta change my diaper thong. Yeah. <laughs> they, <laughs> they put out thongs. 
eye candy and wink. Oh, yeah, I've had young, my grandkids all wanted songs of girls when they were popular. It was supposed to be my lighthearted and cute. My granddaughters might. It was supposed to be lighthearted and cute, but a lot of people took it the wrong way. Yeah. Little kids with a whale tail on the playground. <laughs> and so then we got number six or the men's underwear economic index. When the stock market rises, the underwear don't. Huh? All righty. Got to drop your drawers when, when the money's good. Yeah. When the whether the the they're doing a study on the market to see you know the money market stocks and everything Wall Street and when the when the economy was bad underwear underwear sales would increase men's underwear anyway you know huh. so it would when it was bad it was increase but when it was good the man went commando. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> huh. I suppose. Oh, oh, number five. Oh, prison. <laughs> prison underwear. Well, it's like wearing this, sandpaper. <laughs> yeah. In prison, well, this one here for prison, I've read through the thing. I've seen the uh, show. What was that? Um, Orange County, was it? Orange County and Orange is the New Black. Oh, that one. Yeah. Orange is the New Black. That's the one. I saw that movie. This this here is similar to what happened in that show, or that shows what happened in this prison, whatever. But these it doesn't say males here in <laughs> the story. It says uh, that uh, prisoners were how that you know you think of them making license plates and things of that nature. Well, in certain prisons, they actually make uh, Victoria's Secret underwear. Oh. Oh. Stuff they cut oh. them, they sew them, they stitch them, and everything, and they they produce. So go to Victoria's Secret, she bought it underwear that the black and white stripes on it. <laughs> right, but like that's the, her secret. She has the prisoners making them. Yeah. Right, probably like the orange jumpsuits, black and white stripes. Yeah. I could tell you the other part, but it's kind of I don't know if it's be appropriate. Well, okay, everybody plug your kids ears. They got a license plate on their butt of their underwear. <laughs> no, in the show. <laughs> It was just like, well, it doesn't say so much here, but like on the show, the women, they would take the extra scraps from making the underwear and they would continue to make them privately. And then they'd put them in Ziploc bags and send them to the women outside of the prison who had recently got out of prison as part of their business. They would wear the underwear and get them soiled and then they would sell those on the internet to perverted men. Oh. <laughs> Mm, so, yeah. Uh, that number four is uh, anti fart underwear. <laughs> anti fart. And that is is underwear that they're called shreddies or shred eyes. Uh-huh. They have charcoal lining <laughs> and Duluth underwear. A British company. That's how those is made. Also, words. The Luth underwear. Oh, well, right. There's a company. There used to be a commercial all the time. The Luth underwear. Right. They used to advertise on Bob. Fart free underwear. 
Yeah. Right, Bob and Tom. Keep, I mean, you still fart, but you don't. You're not supposed to smell the the, the charcoal the filters it. Right, the charcoal filtered. Let's let's check it out, Terry. You can bend Somebody's... over and fart. Julie, smell. Put your yeah. nose down. Put your nose down there. Tell you <laughs> what it smells like. No way. Check it out. I I know we can get Stevie to do it. <laughs> let's get Mackie. He'll do anything. And, <laughs> the British, the British tested the British. The British did the smart thing. They tested it out on their on their military, their soldiers. The soldiers would wear these underwear for months at a time. Oh wow! <laughs> well, you know the the chem suits uh, are basically a filter suit or charcoal suit with a green outer cloth on it. And I'll tell you what, you can fart in those suits and nobody smells it except for you because it goes up to your collar and your shirt <laughs> up under your gas if mask. If you're going to let it out, oh. you're going to smell it. <laughs> no one, it, just, it escapes through the collar at the top and it's like, man, I'm probably to eat. <laughs> and the, let's see, another unmentionable things was the, um, let's see, number two was is color blindness and racy underwear it says the conservative protestant quakers just were a lot of blacks and whites you know they they didn't have a lot of color um they uh somebody who was one of the higher um officials um mm-hmm. they she had a set of twin boys and they went to the city to get her some new undergarments and they didn't realize until that particular time that her sons apparently were colorblind because they came back a couple pairs of red and black stockings for their mom and she you know that's you know they that was like woo you know bad you know um because the color clashing experience huh Right, because the time period that was, I don't think they like hung them for witches, but anyway, the, <laughs> yeah, it was in the 1790s where they had learned it about colorblind, and, uh, and they, they couldn't tell red from black or something. Right, the one boy. Uh, he said whenever he died, he wanted the doctors to squeeze the fluid out of his eyes to test it to see, you know, if it had anything to do with this color blindness or something. Oh, yeah, there we go. That, that, that's exactly it. Mm, sure. <laughs> but anyway, I don't know what that has to do with. And then the last one, anyway, is the uh, unmentionable part underwear is they did a study uh, with underwear for dogs <laughs> okay. doggy drawers yeah you know. no doggy uh, diapers doggy drawers. <laughs> they uh they uh they're doing a study they were they're testing out different fabrics they're testing out different fabrics for underwear and but they were testing it on dogs to see if it would affect men's sperm count so oh. that's what it was okay so Dog and men are so much similar. <laughs> <laughs> well, take it out on man's best friend first. You know. 
If we don't, if we don't hear <laughs> take man's best friend's huevos, then we should be good to go. Wow. Well, wow. that was your, your list. Top 10 list. <laughs> We're starting to run low on time. Weird one there. Uh, but our anchor topic, if we're ready for it, is, uh, oh, yeah. uh, we'd like to stick with the, you know, the roughly seven areas, you know, broadly of uh, what people go through at a blindness rehab center. And we kind of cycled back around to communication. Yeah, I think, didn't one of you guys see when to talk about the uh, barcode reader. Well, I thought Which, we was going to have one more thing you were going to talk about the GPS. What GPS? We if you, we could if you get we, lost. We, we can hold that over for another time. If you get lost with, oh, okay. I just thought since we did the last two weeks with that, unless but, Terry know, does have his barcode scanner. Well, I have one right here. Yes, because sometimes uh, the areas of of uh, rehab kind of blend together you wouldn't think of yeah. a, a barcode reader necessarily being a communication device but it can be uh you know because you're trying to figure out what your, your item is and so for the people that are listening to that today and maybe next week because my actual uh barcode scanner is different than his so i'll show mine next week if you got one, you can show yours. So anybody that has one, they may have a different time. They'll get an idea of how these things work if they don't already know. Eight gigabyte card, battery eighty percent. And we'll get back to if you get lost with your GPS another There's time. A, yeah. <laughs> ID Make Galaxy. No, that's for my talking. Take, take it away, Terry. In five yeah. Go to your galaxy. <laughs> now, people out there have to understand that the ID mates are now no longer being produced. It uh, doesn't mean they're not still out there because uh, you, you might be able to find some if you go to like uh, Maxi Aids or uh, some of the, the catalogs because they may have some in stock. But once they're out you of know, stock, sometimes you can find these system. things on Amazon too. If you shop Amazon, search right. for different frail uh, electronic devices, because you may I'm find not... something there. And of course, sometimes uh, you, you'll see like on the Braille Messenger, people have a little swap shop or they'll list items. But but the thing is, from this point, if you are going to buy one. They're either overstocked or, or they're, they're used. But they're handy devices, but just be aware that they're no longer being per- produced at right. the factory. Yeah. So, Terry, tell us about, if you take it out of the box, so what does it look like? I have this device here. It's got... It's The screen here is about like the heel of a shoe a boot, uh, whatever. And it's probably about eight inches long and three inches wide. And it's got his neck shoulder, a neck strap on it. It's got a rolling volume knob down here by the strap hanging around your neck. Um, I have it a pretty decent loud volume. So you can hear it, but on the buttons itself, it's got on the right side, it only has a few buttons. It has a, on the right side, on the 
back of the machine on the top on the right it's got a, a record button let me see here it should have uh, it went to sleep on me but it's got a record button and then under it it has an erase button i'm pushing it but it's not doing anything because it's not in the right field but then in the center of the machine to the left of the record button is an arrow up and then under that is an OK button. And under that is a down arrow button. And off on the left side of the down arrow button is your mode button. And above that is your power button. And so those are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven buttons. And on the left side of the machine is your SD card, which stores all your UPC codes. And it's also got the slot for your USB charger like your iPhone plug-in. And so when you power it on, it's on already, but right now it's in sleep mode. After about 45 seconds, it goes to sleep, yeah. yeah. That's that, though. And I was just going to like demonstrate, you know, when you uh, have it in ID mode. Uh, let me go down there. ID mode. There we go. And it's awake, then you can... Mode. Yeah, scan something for us. You can scan it. And strawberry pop tarts. Strawberry pop tarts. I'm hungry. Now, I had me saying <laughs> that because depending on what you buy and where you get it from, it may not be in there. And so then you have to record your own voice talking. Let me try this. Well, that was your voice. Show us something that's not your voice. <laughs> item not found to record. Item not found. Record. Well, here's an item not found right here. And so then I would sit here yeah. and, and say, frosted mini wheats. Frosted mini wheats. So now it's going to be me again because it didn't wasn't in there. And right. But once again, if you didn't like that you recorded it wrong, or if you didn't get in there what you wanted, what would you do? Tell us that. Well, like if that wasn't what that is, and somebody comes along and goes, "That was a frosted mini wheats. That's lucky charms." You, you could, have to change it, right? You'd have to bring up scan it again to where it's at, like right now, and then you could hit the er Press the erase button again to delete the following message: frosted mini wheats. And so then I'd hit erase again. Message erased, and now it's erased. And then you would scan it again. Uh, so then you, what, yeah. it, what it is. I have another, Whatever it really is. I mean, it could be a frosted mini weeds, but I was just thinking if you like, scanned it and somebody came along and said, that's not what that is. <laughs> and like this one here, it says, uh, oh wait, I hit, hit erase there. Let me get back to. Uh, no. Isn't that still in the mode? ID mode? System. No, oh. I, I erased it. ID mode. Oh. This one here says, come on, where did it go? I'm looking for the barcode. Product, Kroger, ketchup, tomato. Tomato. AKA, Terry's hot sauce. Continue. Terry's hot sauce. <laughs> that says Kroger ketchup, but I, I put bottles of hot sauce in the ketchup bottle and it makes it my hot sauce yeah like again though if i use the arrow keys and i arrow down 
Package size 24 ounce, 1 pounds 8 ounce, 680 G. It still has all the ketchup Kroger stuff in there. Product. All right. Put it down again. The description. If I push the arrow down again, as long as it gives you that tone there, bling, there's more info. So instructions. Refrigerate after opening. Instructions. And so there's more. After opening. Concentrate. Water and tomato paste. High fructose. Ah, the ingredients. Syrup. Vinegar, you can go on with the ingredients that'll give you like the uh, serving size, serving the forty servings, uh, calories, uh, serving calories, fat calories the for nutritional fats. We don't have to hear all of those, but just a quick, quick rundown, quick rundown of it. To, and then <laughs> when you. Uh, when you turn it off, you push the power button. Press the power button again to power down, powering down. And so that's all you do is push the power button, push it a second time to power it down. And it's going to sleep. So you push it once to turn it on and another time to shut it down? You push it once. Is that what you said? It, it beeps seven times. like, And then to turn it off, you press it. And it'll tell you press it again and it'll power it down. So you press oh. it to turn it off. More or less, but you have huh. to right. But you have to confirm it because if you just press it once, maybe by accident, right? No, you, know, you don't accidentally dodge it and turn it off. If you're trying to find, and of course, if people don't know to pour, you find your UPAC code or UPA. What is it? UPC or UPS? The UPC. UPC. It's always at the seam. If you have a can good, if you feel the seam, in the paper where it's connected together, yeah, be of course, the bottom that. of the product. If you don't or, know, you or just if it's something like a soda can, your... it, it'll usually be towards the bottom, but you kind of have to turn the can around until you because there's, there's yeah, no. Yeah, you just kind of have to sh show the shine the. Uh, it's kind of like a flashlight. I picture it like the ID Mate, and you point yeah, it at your right. object. Well, it's and it's move red it laser home. light, so you want to be careful not to yeah. shine in people's eyes and stuff. So there's a few warnings, if and they usually do have of a chips. Usually, it's on the back. Find the seam, like Jill said. It's, it's on the back near the seam. It was like a cake mix. It may be on the side of the box, or on the back. And on the cake mix, it will probably tell you how Terry was showing the ingredients and everything in ketchup, how to put the cake mix together, and how long to bake it for. Right. The there, instructions there be... on how to use that item. Right. Now, you can. You can record that yourself, but the more stuff that you record in there yourself takes up a lot of its memory, you know. So, but some things do actually have the directions in there too. You just have to, yeah, that arrow button, yeah. and it'll tell you the sugar and salt and everything, you know, so many grams of fat, yeah, usually tells you all kinds of in, uh, useful information. And, and of course, you know, food products is a large part of what gets scanned. It does do other stuff. If you have like you know a book or a CD or a, a record, uh, as long right. well as a barcode. Dog around. food, anything that's anything's got a barcode. But then again, like we're saying, it may not recognize it. You may have to have somebody tell you what it is the first. Right. But but if you have a CD collection, you could just scan your 
CD cases I would open right. it up and put it in. Oh, this is the Bob Seger one. Oh, this is the Elton John one. Uh, yeah, you, you just scan the barcodes. Or, or your DVDs, movies, yeah. and stuff like that, too. I've did that for even with the the uh, VCR tapes. When they started coming out with the barcodes on the VCR tapes, you could pick it up and go, oh, what's this movie? I want to watch, let me see what this movie is. You could scan the barcode and the machine would tell you, you know, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, cool. Let's put that in. Yeah. And you put it in and it's Busters or something because nobody puts the movies back, right? <laughs> but or mine come with extra stickers that you can put on the like the movies you record yourself off the TV or whatever. You right. can put this little barcode sticker on that VCR tape and record this movie. You know, this tape can hold three movies. It has Ghostbusters 1, 2, and 3. And the other and thing then, is, you know, you suck like that. If you, if you got a bottle of, say, toothpaste, once you take it out of the box and throw the box away, now you don't have a barcode on the tube. So that they also have barcodes with rubber bands attached to them that you could attach to things like that and still scan it if right. you really needed to but i'm just saying for an example you know they have a rubber bands with the tags on it to where it's you know yeah that way you your toothpaste gets empty just take your band off and put it on the next tube that's a good idea right definitely but our show's going really long this week guys should we kind of cut it off here um it's up to you guys. I don't have a lot to add on, on this. I've got some final thoughts and some jokes. Yeah, give us some final thoughts. Well, do, do you want to skip our emails then since we're running long? Or oh. I can. Well, oh. well it won't take oh. long to read emails and do some final thoughts. Letters from listeners. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? From Anonymous. But if people want to send letters and stay anonymous, say that's fine. You can say your name if you want. That's fine, too. But uh, Anonymous took their St. Bernard to the vet. I asked the doctor, my dog is cross-eyed. Is there anything you could do for him? Well, I'm not sure, said the vet. Let's have a look at him. So the vet picks up the dog and examines his eyes. And he checks his teeth. And then he says, I'm going to have to put down your dog. I was shocked. I asked, what? Because he's cross-eyed, you're going to put him down? The doctor says, no, because it's really heavy. (laughs) I I hope I read that right there for Anonymous. Uh, let's see if I have uh, this other That's one. That's pretty funny. I got to. What did the Earth say to Mars? Earth say to Mars. Oh, uh, get get them aliens off me. Get a life. Get a life. <laughs> this one from another listener. Should I say their name or what? <laughs> uh, I don't know be, who's listening. <laughs> be, be, because, uh, like I said, this. Jill's trying to spoil the story up front of our show. Uh, but anyway, uh, it goes, have you ever had <laughs> one of those days when nothing goes right? After our, should I say, the Madison County Association of the Blind Group meeting held Thursday, June 10th, 
I came home, had my swimming pool almost ready to go. Thanks a lot, weather. I am blind. I have no problem finding my 24-foot swimming pool. I was emptying my skimmer basket, and I did not see whatever it was that stung me. I'm allergic to bees. I was stung apparently by two little uh, separate bees, uh, once on the left, once on the right side of my rib cage. I staggered into the house. My breathing was beginning to become labored. So I sat down and called my doctor's office. They had advised my wife to get out my EpiPen and inject me. My wife asked, I was stung in the chest. Should I inject it right into his heart? They said, no, no, no. <laughs> in the thigh. She was a little scared to do so, but she got great pleasure out of being able to jab something sharp into my body. <laughs> I am sure my two grandsons are greatly disappointed <laughs> that they didn't get the opportunity to stab me with the EpiPen. I had my wife give me something for lunch. She grabbed me two barbecued hamburgers and one barbecue bratwurst. Reheated, of course, then we left. My wife rushed me off to the emergency room. I didn't want to die without having at least one good meal. Needless to say, <laughs> Your I last didn't die. Meal. <laughs> I'm writing this, of course. I must be... A, Huh? I must be a little delirious. I kept asking my wife or the nurses or the doctor to suck the poison out. They laughed and said, it's not a rattlesnake bite. They gave me some Benadryl steroids. And after a few hours of observations, let me go home. What a day. Sent from <clears throat> somebody's iPhone. It was a part of the, of the Madison County Association of the Blind, P.O. Box 192. Do I keep reading or what? <laughs> Go ahead. You don't, have, you don't have to read the signature line. What? <laughs> you can if you want, but I don't care. Yeah, well, nice save, save, save yourself in trouble. Visit uh, uh, mcabil.org and you can get all that information about mailing addresses and stuff but somebody who happens to be affiliated with them who jill spoiled the story up front is the uh, emailer for that story did i put did i post it on the the page too i don't know i put it on facebook oh he's the one it's all about terry it's his story and his allergic ruby stings So stalkers who want yeah. to do it, do Terry and find find some bees and take them to his house and hey. hide epipens. I, I uh, Terry, his wife will enjoy stabbing him again with epipens again and again and again. <laughs> stab him in the heart. He got stung in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, it would be awesome if you got stung in the butt. Should have to poke you in, in the butt cheek with one. Yeah. Suck the poison out. <laughs> like well, I, I do have some final thoughts here if you guys have any. Yeah. Or... yeah. yeah sure, you go first. You're the oldest. Have you, 
How do you make a handkerchief oh. dance? How do you make a handkerchief dance? I don't know. Put a little boogie in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm I sorry. had a garage sale, <laughs> and a guy came up to me and says, I would love to buy that car. I told him, well, it's my neighbor's car. I'll sell it to you for 500 bucks, but you have to drive away really fast. <laughs> I got a universal remote for my birthday. This changes everything. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it sure does. <laughs> nah, so don't be disappointed when it doesn't. It? <laughs> <laughs> my thought of the day. <laughs> I thought of starting a dairy service delivered by drone. I thought of calling it Derriere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of course, you'll get a lot of butt jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're lactose intolerant. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you got uh, another one, Keith? Nitrous uh, oxide is no laughing matter. Oh wait! Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my one one finish up with, finish up with is I was just thinking, wouldn't it be ironic if Popeye's chicken was fried in olive oil? And that wraps us up for our show. How do ninjas like their salad? Chop. Hiya! <laughs> yeah. And so, if you, the listener out there, has something you want to contribute, uh, send us an email, uh, tsf at that sounds funny.com. If you have a question about an area of blindness, or hey, maybe you found a weird news story you want us to read. Uh, anything at all, any kind of feedback. Uh, once again, thanks to uh, the new listeners who have happened to stumbled upon our show. Hey, hopefully you like it. Stick with us. Yeah, yeah and hit subscribe. And then delete it. Hit subscribe again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by, by doing that, you really leave us five-star our... ratings. Yeah, five-star <laughs> ratings. Leave us ratings and reviews. Uh, tell a friend about us. Help them put our show on their podcatcher. Uh, whatever it takes, we want to get to, to grow our listenership. The, the subscribe works better than technically. That I guess they have subscribe is, is now going to be something you pay for. This is a free podcast, so you know, just, we're free. Just hit the follow button, but you can donate. Donate, yeah, we do have a donate button on our webpage. Uh, you can hit us up on that if you like. Um, but yeah. Before we kind of wind down our show and sign we off. are a, we are a zero 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 profit. <laughs> we have no money. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> we have no profit. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Uh, speaking of that, we are trying to save up a little more money so we can buy us a, a Zoom account so we don't have to get bumped off periodically by the, uh, the free 40-minute time limit. Uh, so, right. so there we go. This is your host uh, signing off, uh, saying thanks for listening, and we will see you all next week. Hey, what's next week? Ooh. Yeah, we age fast. Yeah. <laughs>